0: And even checkout's not until four, so
1: because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and four PM late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom with Amex. Terms apply. And we're back on dealing together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals.
0: course
1: our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything
0: offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 256GB offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details
1: enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at bet mgm
0: On the line every week, it's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders plus a look at the key driver matchups right now on Gone Racing.
2: And welcome, everybody, to Gone Racing. Brendan Gone back here with you and my good friend, Mr. Jeff Motley. We had a week off, we apologize last week, but uh, for Mr. Motley, uh, I was doing something somewhat fun. If you go to my Twitter page or Instagram, I I have posting pictures of me with great white sharks. It was absolutely awesome, which is why don't tell my dad I'm in the South Point with this beard. Yours was a little less fun, but no more less important. Well, um, yours might have been scarier than mine. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Yours yours could be scarier.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, I had a little surgery last week for colon cancer, and the good news is I'm 100% cancer-free. and. I encourage people, when you turn 50, get screened because uh, it can save your life. Uh, yeah, I think they, you said you
2: caught it real early. So. Caught, caught
3: mine very early and uh, got it all taken care of, and we're back here ready to go. Talk a little
2: Texas and some Kansas. mid Midwestern racing going on right yeah, now. And we're glad you are back here in studio with us this week. Thank and you. And it's great it's, to be back. It is fantastic to have my, my good buddy here. And, and like I said, his, his we both had something Interesting going on. Well, I last saw the week.
3: video of the great whites <laughs> trying to get into your cage, and I, I and look, I will never forget Jaws, when the cage came up and there was no man in the cage, and the cage was mangled, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh boy, uh, I know that was Jaws, and it was the movies, but boy, go hmm. to go to my
2: Instagram, Brendan62, fun videos. But you know what? I'd, I'd go do it. Oh, it like And fun. trust me, I'd love to take you. It was so <laughs> much fun, it so much like fun. fun. But <laughs> while we were out gallivanting in different ways, they did have a race this weekend at Texas. Um, interesting race. The common theme is still holding on again, though, which is Kyle Larson wins again, baby.
3: And, and this one was the most important win probably he's had all year because this one locked him into the final four at Phoenix. He doesn't have to sweat out anything bad happening at Kansas. Although we know he's going to run well there or Martinsville. And you know, Kyle Larson, if you remember, he had to sweat out the last, the last one, because I know he won at the Roval, but remember there was a point at the Roval he was running. He was out of,
2: out the, of the points, out of the top eight. Top, so, um, so, I mean, it's look, Kyle Larson, we started this season on Gone Race and saying Kyle Larson, I said he was going to win five races. Oops, I was wrong. He's at seven so far. And I say that so far. because he's probably not done yet. He still has to win. I mean, phenomenal season this young man has had. Great job by, by Rick Hendrick. Great job by him. You know, doing all the things he had to do, and he's absolutely on fire. I mean, led 200 and something laps of that race.
3: not only did he he dominate leading all those laps, but there was a lot of cautions in the last 25, 30 laps of that race. Every restart, every one. And not off. I
2: mean, when that green flag dropped on every one of those restarts, he was like he was shot out of a cannon. They were racing for second. This kid's got 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 life rolling right now to win the race. He was plus 340. Uh, The the odds-on favorite top three of course minus one ten go figure group A a plus two hundred Mister Motley somebody I know cashed in on that yep, one, yep. um and Hendrick Motorsports of course plus one fifty so any of those tickets were winners for you and and it's going to uh, I mean almost rinse and repeat when we start to get to the odds for Kansas this weekend yeah I mean very similar
3: racetracks Kansas not quite banked as high in fact Kansas is kind of like the old Vegas.
2: Uh, very similar yep. you know yep. in terms of the They were all called the cookie cutter back then right you chi- Chicago
3: land Vegas and 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 Kansas were all Very similar racetracks, sort of the flat. Even Homestead was a little bit like that back in the day before they they raised the banking. So certainly some similarities there. Uh, Kansas is going to be interesting, though, because you've got a track where Kyle Busch won the earlier race in the spring, even though Kyle Larson really kind of dominated dominated that race, didn't have the finish that he wanted. So uh, some guys are going to go into this race with a lot of confidence, and some guys are going to go in
2: quite nervous. Well, a couple other guys at Texas that had some good results. Um, You know, in the top 10, you had a plus 425, for our man, uh, Willie B had a comeback after missing the, you know, getting knocked out of the playoffs. William Byron bounces back at Texas with a plus 425 for the top three. And Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell has been this big, the enigma wrapped in a, you know, what what is the old saying? The enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in a whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, plus 550, gets you the third place finish. And he does strong and then he disappears for weeks. And then he goes strong and he disappears. But great job by Seabell cashing some tickets there and some really some cool names in that top ten. You got Kevin Harvick already knocked out with a fifth. But how about Tyler Reddick? Ran so well there. And and Tyler Reddick, that was not indicative of his race. He
3: was better than that. Tyler Reddick should have had a third or fourth. The last restart, he got. Compl- I think he and Harvick might have gotten together. He got together with somebody and lost a bunch of positions on the last restart. Or Kyle Reddick would have been cashing one of those top three tickets.
2: And then Daniel Suarez, of course, the little hassle with him and uh, and Martin Truex Jr but still a, a great run for the folks over at at uh, Trackhouse Racing top 10 getting stronger all season long i think that's going to be a name next year we're going to be talking a lot about
3: no question and, and you look at the situation i know the Suarez Truex situation got a lot of discussion and that's one of the tough things you know you're a guy that's not running for the championship you're racing against a guy who is running and and look you know I've, you know all about that because you've been on the Martin Truex end of that one although yours might have been a little worse than <laughs> than that one given the whole situation but um we're going way back to the yeah, truck series days. But we machine. all we
2: all remember but look, that at home. We're still set. racing. That's what I always have said. We're the unique sport where our playoff guys are still racing with non-playoff, and the non-playoff guys still have stuff to race for. We are not just oh hey I, I'm I'm not here. No, he has sponsors. We have manufacturers. We have. He's these got things. crew guys that get That's bonuses right. based on how they finish. We are still racing for something. So we're a unique sport in that aspect. And great job for the trackhouse guys to not just roll over, they're still running for stuff, just like Kevin Harvick's still running for stuff. No, I mean, I
3: I think this is very similar to other sports to some degree, maybe not in the playoffs. But you think about the last week of the season and you got the Baltimore Orioles playing the Boston Red Sox and the Red Sox are trying to get a wild card. That's right. But the Orioles aren't just going to lay over and let the Red Sox win the game. They're going to try to win, even though they're 60 games out of the pennant.
2: Well, let's move on to looking at the Final Four and, and kind of start uh, playing. looking ahead here to our, our championship. Kyle Larson, once again, had the points already to almost lock himself in with the dominant season he's had. But with the seven wins, he's locked in. He doesn't care now. You said something earlier off-air, Jeff, when we were talking. You know What does Kyle Larson have to race for now? You know what Kyle Larson has to race for? Um, per keeping other guys out. Keep that playing foot, defense now. He's keep that defense. foot on their throat right. and don't loosen up because right now you have... Joey Logano, a NASCAR champion, Martin Truex Jr., a NASCAR champion, Brad Keselowski, a NASCAR champion, Chase Elliott, your current champion, all of them are out. If you can tell me you can knock out four NASCAR champions by winning these next two races and make them just – I was diving with sharks. Make them start – have a feeding frenzy out there against each other going for points – Right now, Kyle Larson is going to keep his foot on their throat and try to keep the pressure on them.
3: Well, there's no question about that. And and look, you know he's got to be looking down there. And Joey Logano, must first win. off, first, so win. first off, Joey Logano. Now here's what's going through Joey Logano's mind: I've got more wins at Kansas than any active driver. He's tied with Denny Hamlin. He's got three. And Joey Logano knows how well he runs at Martinsville. Martin Truex Jr. I honestly think he's like, Okay, let me just get through Kansas. I don't
2: care about Kansas. But he's the mile and a half king. But you don't think Martinsville isn't firmly in his radar. Those two guys are looking right now saying, Wait, Martin Trucks, you're on the mile and a half king. I'm ready for this. I wanna get I wanna get on this. But But he is also, really the both have Martinsville though, so but only one hey, two men enter, one man leave. I mean come on, this is the Thunderdome when you get to Martinsville. Only one of those two guys can have that great day. Right. But it's basically if you're not
3: Kyle Larson you're in peril right now. Absolutely. Even Ryan Blaney is 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 in second, who we've talked about very little really this year compared to some other guys as being a championship contender. But that plus 17, I mean, that's, that disappears that's two
2: races of not getting playoff points that can disappear in a hurry. One mistake. So if, if you're looking at this, so what we got left, we just had Texas. This round has Kansas and Martinsville left, which is what we were just talking about before we get to the championship race at Phoenix, of course. If you're looking down the road at the schedule championship odds we've been talking about this all season right so we said when was the time to bet people for the championship and when was the time to not bet people uh hey hate to tell you not only did you miss the boat on kyle larson earlier in the season now you've really missed the boat i have never seen an odd like this Uh, It it is crazy that he's down to plus 150. Plus 150 to win a championship, Jeff. But but
3: right now, you know he's locked into Phoenix. And I think that you're going to see his odds in, say, Group A at Phoenix to be about a plus 150. (laughs) 150. So I don't think that's so far off the reservation. I think what's interesting is to look down there and see – Joey Logano at twenty-eight to one, to one, knowing that how you still well he have runs at races. Kansas and Martinsville, and he's yes. got two races. And it doesn't matter about bonus points or any of that stuff getting to Phoenix. All Joey has to do, and I say, I know it says all, it's like it's easy to do. But he wins one of these next two races, and
2: you're going to watch that twenty-eight to one drop to about six to one. Well, here this is this is where I always talk about about your timing and how to hedge some of your bets. You may have had a big bet on Larson earlier in the season. Maybe you had one on somebody else. But Joy Logano, just before the playoffs, he was 11 to 1. Right now, he's sitting here at 28 to 1. Now, Joy Logano has two racetracks left for him that we have just said he's phenomenal at.
3: Now's the time to hit Joey Logano. And how about Martin Tricks at 12 to 1? Because we Same know he, I,
2: look, I think he goes to Martinsville as the favorite to win the race. Same exact thing. But the one you've missed out on now is the Ryan Blaney. And we said Ryan Blaney earlier this season. He was 11, 14, 12 when the playoffs started. Just we said, keeps hanging around. This hanging is the guy down. you want to get. Well, too late now. He's 500. Where was he before the playoffs? 16 to one. 1. So you, you kind of missed that one on, on the uh, Joey Logano boat there. You know, and you mentioned that let, let, let's let's talk about the track record of Kansas, since this is where we're going now. We, we you've, you've already got those. Let's try to get into this real quick. How about the Kansas track records of the playoff guys? There's some phenomenal records here. Twenty six races, 13 top 10s for Martin Truex, 13 top 10s for Brad Kay, 13 top 10s for Kyle. And look at the number of wins. Joey Logano, three, Denny Hamlin, three, Martin Truex, two, Brad K, two, Kyle Busch, two, Chase Elliott. Oh, wait, the two guys that are the most comfortable in the playoffs.
3: Larson and Blaney, no wins. Now, Larson ran great there in the spring, yes. and Blaney has run there much better his last couple races there than he ran before. So these guys, I think some of their statistics kind of reflect the, the past, if you will. Absolutely. They're much
2: better right now. But it's still, I mean, you look at this, it's the topsy-turvy championship. The two guys at the top are the guys that have the least amount of stats, but the all the guys above them are the guy, the, the, the number one guy there, Joey Logano, is also the guy that is in the most peril. Well, there's so,
3: no question he's got confidence going into this weekend. Absolutely.
2: All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to get into the odds to win the race in our top threes at Kansas, and uh, we'll break those down really deep for you when we return on Gone Racing. And welcome back in again, everybody. Brennan Gone, Mr. Jeff Blotley. We are breaking down Kansas Speedway this weekend, NASCAR playoffs. And, and Jeff, let's jump right into these odds because some things that I'm kind of surprised about, some things I'm not. Uh, when we jump right in, you start, of course, with who else? Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, plus 240 to win the race. If you really look at it, plus 240 is not a bad odd to win. The race.
3: Well, no, it's not a bad odd to win the race.
2: I think <laughs> As good the, as he's been. Right. I think the interesting thing is going to be the fact that the other numbers are so high on everybody else. And that's where I'm heading is Denny Hamlin, plus 550. Kyle Busch is plus 600. Uh, Chase Elliott is 800. William Byron, 900. Blaney, 10. Martin Truex, 11. I mean the, the, the mile and a half ace Martin Truex is eleven to one. Brad K fourteen. Joey Logano sixteen. Kevin Harvick eighteen. And Harvick he is jonesing for a win. He is jonesing to make a statement, and he could make a statement by winning a race at the end of this year, not being in the playoffs, and make that statement. But I just he just hasn't run well enough for me. You to know say the playoffs.
3: interesting thing with Harvick is it wouldn't shock me at all. You know every year since we went to this playoff format, the winner of the final race of the year has been the
2: champion. It could Har- But Harvey is a guy that could the least.
3: certainly throw the, the wrench into that. Now, I think we saw last year at Phoenix. Honestly, I thought everybody pulled over for those four guys. I'm not going to say they the pulled over. The fact they finished one through four and the way Chase Elliott came from the back of the field, I think those guys really said, all right, look, if I was in this spot. But Chase I Elliott wouldn't...
2: passed the other three to get the win. So Chase he Elliott did. was damn good.
3: He was really good. I don't disagree with you. But, again, they didn't make it real hard for him to come up through the field.
2: Now, let's go to the second page briefly. And I'm going to say briefly because – I don't see anybody from the second page right now getting a W here. Including the first guy? Including the first guy. Tyler Reddick, 22-1. to 1. Alex Bowman and Christopher Bell, 30s. Kurt Bush, 45. Matty D, Austin Dillon at 60s. Eric Almarola and Ross Chastain, 80s. Daniel Suarez and Chase Briscoe at 100s. And the reason I say that is, first, you have to have a guy that's not a playoff guy. And we have Kevin Harvick, not a playoff guy. William Byer, not a playoff guy. Uh, uh, you know, you got Alex Bowman, who...
3: I just will not be shocked if Reddick finds a way to get a win before the year's over, and to me, this is his best. This is his best Last shot. opportunity.
2: Absolutely. This is Reddick's best, best last shot, and Redick this season, he's got six top tens in the last ten races on mile-and-a-half tracks. He's been good, but I just don't see that going that far.
3: Well, yeah, I, I think when you really go back and look at it, I mean, I think seeing such large numbers on Danny Hamlin, on Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, I mean plus eight hundred. I mean it's it's as if they're they're giving the trophy to Kyle Larson. Well,
2: I mean l- let's talk about Kyle Busch. I mean ten top tens in the last ten mile and a half. And races. he won this race in the spring. Mm-hmm. And he won this. And now Kyle Larson dominated that race. And they got into it. They they got into each other near the end of the race. Put Kyle in the wall. Yeah. Kyle fell back. Kyle Larson fell back. Bush wins the race. But Kyle Kyle Bush is a plus six hundred. Chase Elliott is a plus eight hundred. These are guys that you know have phenomenal stats on the mile and a half right now. And William Byron, which th- which is one of the reasons why I think one thing we're going to find this week is
3: that the top three numbers are not nearly as large as you would expect them with the odds to win. Because I think everybody's kind of saying, "Look, Kyle Larson's going to win the race," but it's a crapshoot. For oh, I know you hate oh, that word, well, but but oh, it it's really Talladega is. or Daytona. Why no, are you using not. that word? Why are you using that word? Because I think we can. Because I literally believe those other seven playoff guys could very easily finish anywhere in the top in the top,
2: three. Three. In the top ten, well, and, in, in top three, top ten. I mean, and there you, then you got those guys like Christopher Bell, who last week got himself into the top ten, top three. You know, you got a William Byron who last week got himself into a top three. And th- so the top three is much more volatile than I think the win right now because, uh, honestly, Kyle Larson, until you can prove you can beat him right now, he's he's kind of on fire. Well,
3: you're right. And, I, you know, the thing that has kind of always kind of puzzled me, Brendan, is when you look at these playoffs, and, and it's not just this year, but go through previous years, how does it always seem like it's playoff guys that have the trouble? Well, you know, like Kevin Harvick didn't have a problem last week. You know, he, William Byron didn't have a problem last week. Denny Hamlin did. Joey Logano did. Martin Truex Jr. Billy did. Billy Joel had a song about that. Pressure. Well, maybe you're, maybe that's part of it. You could be exactly right. Cause, it, it, but these guys are all former champions, except for Denny. I, I don't know. It just seems uh, odd to me that it just seemed like every year
2: you get into these races late, and it's the playoff it's guys, playoff guys guy that are well, the, the, the glaring they're the glaring mistakes that get made. But you pay attention. You're focusing on those. Uh, Other you, guys still make mistakes. Right. You're not focused as much on the fact that Bubba Wallace spun out off turn two and took out right. half the field 30 laps into the race last week. So let's go into the top threes, and, and once again, uh, no 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 guess here. Kyle Larson, minus 145. Uh, Denny Hamlin, plus 160. Kyle Busch, plus 170. Usual suspects there, and like you talked, these odds are much slimmer this week than they've been at a lot of the mile and a half. Chase Elliott, 230. Willie B, 260. Ryan Blaney, 290. Martin Truex, Jr., 310. Brad K, 4. Joey Logano, 450. Kevin Harvick, at a 5. And that's your front page right there, where I still think, though, the back page is where we can get somebody this week, Jeff. I really do. Like you just said, Tyler Reddick, plus 650. Alex Bowman, Christopher Bell, plus 850s. Kurt Bush, 13. Can Kurt come back? He's faded a little bit right now. Can he come back? Maddie D, Austin Dillon, 17s. Eric Almirola, Ross Chastain, 22s. Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, 30s. I think you can get a couple of these guys now, now that in that could top be. three. And here's one thing. This is one bet do not make.
3: Under no circumstances, bet Kyle Larson for a top three. Because I'm telling you, he's either going to win the race or he's not or he's gonna going to finish in the top three. He's
2: not going to finish second. I can, uh,
3: No, there's yeah. no point in him yeah. finishing second. I mean, I think he literally is either going to win the race or he's going to be like, I'll get out of these guys' way if I can't.
2: I'm going to check out, right. or or I'm just they went for and,
3: something and didn't hit it. And look, and I hate to say this with for for Kurt because you mentioned Kurt and and, and, and
2: he was, was cashing. He was cashing tickets this year.
3: I believe they're already packing up the shop at Ganassi the way things have been going lately. I mean, we saw Chastain on a good run even when the playoffs started. Start off gone. with a second place finish right at the playoffs. That's gone. You know, Kurt had so, so many good races. All of a sudden, I mean, his mile and a half program was tremendous. What, what happened to it all of a sudden? It's just disappeared. So, yeah, I think Ganassi I think is, um, is pretty much packing up shop,
2: and it's a track
3: house team to
2: be now. Well, and, and you look at some of these guys on that second page, Tyler Reddick, you just talked about him. Tyler Reddick has been running
3: it should have had a top three last week. No question. Go. Ran top three most of the most of the day.
2: Uh, bad, bad last restart. Alex Bowman been fantastic on mile and a half. You know, uh, sick five top ten, to, five top five finishes in the last ten mile and a half races. Well, and, and races. Bowman's
3: so. biggest problem last week was that Bowman g- had to start at the rear of the field for an inspection, an inspection or a parts change, and then you had the big crash. With 30 laps, just 30 laps into the race, Bowman got caught up in it. So he really never got an
2: opportunity last week to show what he had. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of value in the top threes this week. Where a lot of times we say the top threes, not a lot of – there's a lot of value in the top three this week. I do think even though the numbers are smaller – if you can zero in on a couple guys, there's some decent numbers there to be to be had, and I think a guy could do it. If you're like me, I need to make up some ground. I think I need to take a shot at that.
3: Well, I think if we can get a situation like last week where you have a Byron and a Bell who get top threes and there's really a good return on it and a good payoff – This week, the return is not really good to get a Kyle Bush, a Denny Hamlin, a Chase Elliott for a top three. Their return is about winning the race this week, but it's not so much in the top three. So I think you have to decide, you know, am I going after one of these these guys that's not in the playoffs right now?
2: Because that's where the big numbers are. Well, let's go into the head-to-heads, Mr. Motley, because there are also some fun head-to-heads this week where normally... Like we talk every, occasionally, there's not very good ones. Um, but this week, you got some big numbers. And once, and you and I always kind of focus in immediately on that don't line, right? We always talk about the don't line. The don't line this week at the Westgate is Kyle Larson. You've got Larson minus 150 against Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. You got a minus 160 against Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott. They're both plus 140s. The other's 20-cent line, plus 130s. Um, that's, you're talking about champions and guys that run great at mile-and-a-halfs. And if, like you said, if Kyle Larson wins, he's going to either win or probably be somewhere, you know, have a bad day. Right. You know,
3: one thing Kyle Larson will not be doing this week is there's no testing this week. So, no, there's nothing to test for. So, right. Because this is nothing like Phoenix. Nope. And, we're have a, and we're going to have a completely different car next year.
2: Different package at Phoenix. Diff- there's nothing to test for. In fact, you could probably make the
3: argument for most of these car, these drivers, these teams, this is going to be the last race ever for most of these race cars for these top teams. Most of them are not going to bring these cars to Martinsville or to Phoenix. We're going to the next-gen car next year. I think that leaves the opportunity for some craziness.
0: <laughs> well, uh,
2: and, and, you know, without craziness aside, Kevin Harvick, I've been saying how good he's been running. He's a plus 110. Against Brad K minus one thirty. Yeah, that one is, I mean, that one I
3: kind of kind of did zero in on that one. That one's pretty interesting. But I tell you, Keselowski has surprised me the last few weeks. You know, he he yes. was on the outside looking in. He By managed to distance. get himself in at the Roval. Uh, did, he ran well last weekend at Texas. I mean, he was he was in the Four, top ten. Fourth place all,
2: finish all day long. Seventh place at Vegas. Tenth place at Atlanta. Third at Charlotte at at at, uh, Kansas. Yeah, I mean, I know you've been a little bit down on the Fords on the
3: 550 program, but I tell you, Keselowski's team has managed to hang right in there. Uh, and Joey had had as well until his problem last week, and Blaney's run well, so I think the Fords are starting to figure that 550 out. Of course, they've only got two races well, left with it. But.
2: They figured it out in time to have the Toyotas and the Chevys who are still winning them, but to just run top five in them. But I mean, look, y- there's 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 a couple fun ones in there, like you said. There's a Bla- there's some Blaneys against Toyotas, and Blaney's running pretty well. There's a Blaney against Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch has a meltdown. You know, he, Kyle Busch is always capable of a meltdown. A plus 105 small return. But I do like that Kevin Harvick at plus one ten against Brad Kay, because Kevin, I think, has been running better than Brad all season. I would agree. Brad just is, is made his way through the whole deal. Gotta win early. All right, when we come back. We're gonna start breaking down the groups and give you our picks when we return on Gone Racing. Again, everybody, go Gaughan, Jeff Motley, South Point Casino, VEASAN Studio, and Jeff, we've just worked our way through the odds to win and, and the top threes, and we even got to the head-to-heads. Um, some fun, uh, kind of what we expected. Kyle Larson, of course, at the top of the heap um, in everything, and, and that's not going to change when we get to our group matchups. No. In fact, uh, the
3: only week he's not going to be the favorite is going to be Martinsville. I'll predict he will not be the favorite ooh, at Martinsville. Bold prediction. He will not be the favorite at Martinsville, but this
2: week and at Phoenix, he's the favorite. Bold prediction. Okay. So uh, getting into our group matchups, then we jump right into group A and (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing. The names he's up against that he's that big of a favorite. Uh, Kyle Larson plus 195. Denny Hamlin is a plus 300. Kyle Busch is a plus 300. And Ryan Blaney is a plus 320. Motley. Well, I I mean, you're, you're telling me Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Blaney okay has been there, but Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch are plus 300s. And we're not even talking about betting him. Well,
3: and that's my whole thought is to me, plus 195 is a good number on Kyle Larson. Yeah, you got him at plus 200 last week. I had him at plus 200 last week and got a win with him in group A. And I'll tell you, I like him again this week in, in group A at plus 195. Look, that team's rolling. That team is just rolling. And I don't think there's there's is anything he, that's going to derail that team. He's, he's plus he's
2: 240. You might as well just take him plus 240 to win. At least you get a little, uh, you know, a f- couple extra points true
3: um, and I and I agree he could he's probably either going to win the race or he's not going to win this group but I just think plus 195 Kyle Larson uh, Group A it's hard to pass up on that I mean it's yes it's enticing to go after Denny or Kyle maybe not so much Ryan right now in that group but uh, no question in my mind that
2: uh, that Kyle Larson should be the favorite and, and it's a good bet even if I tell you that Kyle Bush has had eight top fives in the last 10 mile and a half races and I tell you that he has an average finish of four where Kyle Larson does not have that good of a finish. That doesn't change you to say Kyle Busch plus 300. It does not. I just think, look, who's the best driver in that
3: four? Who's had the best season in that four? Who's got the best race team in that four? It's a guy that's the favorite in that group. So until somebody shows they're going to beat Kyle Larson on one of these mile-and-a-half tracks, I'm picking Kyle Larson. Kyle
2: Busch wins Kansas, third at Charlotte, second at Atlanta, third at Vegas, eighth at Fort Worth.
3: I'm just telling you, What look at Kyle Larson's numbers. They aren't that good. They're not that good. He won. In, he won last week in Texas. Yeah. But, there, but, I
2: mean, just hey, I'm overall, just saying. I'm just saying. I will tell you right now. Two wins. I mean, I guess I picking- am, te- but an 18th and a 10th. Atlanta and Vegas, 18th and 10th, and Kansas, 19th. Now Kansas, he was leading when they got into a hassle off at the end. So I'll, I just just give me a devil's advocate, it, and it's fine. I'm just saying I'm picking Kyle Larson. All right. Well, let's jump on into Group B then, shall we? Uh, group B is Chase Elliott at 255, Marty Truex and Willie B at 265, and Brad K at 305. To me, that is the one that at least has the numbers in proper. That, that is a standard Group B with some the heavy hitters. Brad K being the dog in that group, I think, is deservedly so. Um, it, but Chase Elliott just, Chase has not been running the way that it, it he needs to be to be the champion again this year.
3: No, I agree down with the stretch. you. I agree with you. Um, honestly, I'm not so sure that group doesn't come down to the – the two guys at the bottom of that group. Um, William Byron, is, he he impressed me last week. He, he disappeared
2: was, for a couple weeks.
3: And it cost him. But came back strong. Right. And he's come back very strong. And Keselowski has been running better. He really has. And I thought he and his team had kind of thrown in the towel on this. I thought he was already, you know. Looking at Roush. Looking at trying to. We've said that. Find we, hats we have, to match Jacks. We're, and,
2: we're guilty of saying that we kind of gave up on Brad Kay. Yeah. That he was his, you know. Kind of looking down the future,
3: but I tell you, if I if I got to go with one in that group right there, I like Willie B. I just I like what he's doing right now, and he's kind of a guy that has a. I don't really care that these guys are running for the championship. I'm running my own race. I'm out there trying to get wins and top threes and top fives and top
2: tens, and and I think he's going to do it. I, I like William Byron in that group. And and I can I can make the argument for William Byron, and I can make the argument. You know, in the last ten races, seven top tens. I can also make the argument, though, for Martin Truex Jr., the old mile-and-a-half champ. Well,
3: he was so disappointing last week at Texas, even before he and Suarez got together. I mean, he hadn't gotten any stage points. He was running, I think, about 11th or 12th when he and Suarez got together, so it wasn't like he was charging his way up through the field or anything. The Toyota's been weird. Haven't well, they? but Bell gets a top three last week in a Toyota. Kyle Busch ran well all last week, and Kyle's been consistent. And Denny has been, it's been Denny, Denny and, yeah. and has been one of the hottest drivers during the
2: playoffs. Ran into a little trouble last week. so Yeah, but he started the playoffs on fire with, you know, hadn't won all season, then he starts rattling off wins.
3: Right. I just think it's not so much the Toyotas. It's Truex's team
2: for some reason. Just hasn't been quite the same. I'll go with you there. Uh, all right, let's jump into Group C then. And this one is one that I, I – I have some amusing thoughts about this one. Kevin Harvick is plus one hundred and ninety. All right, Kevin is out of the playoffs. That's saying he is a bigger favorite to win Group C than Kyle Larson is to win That's, Group A. Uh, Joey Logano's two hundred and ninety-five. Reddick's two hundred and ninety-five. Alex Bowman's three hundred and forty-five. You've got one playoff driver in there at Joey Logano at almost a plus three hundred number, plus two hundred and ninety-five. Now blew a motor last week. First motor, I listened to him on Sirius XM radio this year, this week. First motor at Penske, he has blown at Penske since 2014. Seven years. That's a long time. That's a long time. He's not going to blow a motor this week. And, and Joey Logano, but this is what surprises me. Last 10 mile-and-a-half races, one win, three top tens.
3: You would expect more out of that for a guy who's run so well, especially when he's come to
2: Las Vegas, places like Atlanta. He's and you run look well. at this season. Let's just talk about this season. Ready for his, top, for his 25th at Homestead, 9th at Vegas. There's his one top 10. 15th Atlanta, 17th at Kansas, 17th Charlotte, 19th Atlanta, 11th at Vegas, and 30th at Fort Worth with a blown motor. Now, we talked about the Ford struggles. There is your Ford struggle definition. There's no question about
3: that, and, and I think it's interesting when I look at that Group C and... I could make a case why all four of them could win it, but I could make a case why all four of them won't win that group either. You know, the guy who's probably been the most consistent – well, I guess maybe Harvick's been the most consistent, but Tyler Reddick has has run so well on these mile-and-a-half tracks. And I really like
2: Reddick because of the number there. But remember Um, Bowman – Bowman on a mile and a half, I mean, he, he's just like William Byron where he's disappeared a couple times, but Bowman was fifth at the Coke 600, fourth at Atlanta, but did they, third in at Atlanta. Did they just check out when they got knocked out of the
3: playoffs? Because they really have not done much of anything no, since they, getting knocked out of the playoffs.
2: They, they've, they've definitely had some struggles. So to me, I look at that and I go, okay, Alex Bowman's 345. When we talk about how big of a number do you have to be to entice me? If Alex Bowman from... Atlanta's shows up. Uh, 345 looks great. Joey Logano, I can scratch out. Kevin Harvick, though. Kevin is, even though he's not having the season we talk about, right? Not a Kevin Harvick season. This career, the the season, Jeff, that I would have killed to have, right? I mean, his bad season is one that I would have been been like, hey, this is great. But Tyler Reddick is, is at 295. That's kind of a fun. He's the wild card in this group. That's. Um, I, I
3: mean, I personally, I'm staying away from this group. But if you, put a, if you put a gun to my head, I would
2: probably say put your money on Reddick. I like Reddick on that. I can't disagree. I can't disagree. All right, let's jump into Group D real quick. we got the time here. And Group D has the guy who finished third last week at Christopher Bell at 220, has Kurt Busch at 220, you have Austin Dillon, 340, and Matty D, 345. You got the guy who we just said has been fading with Kurt Busch, who was the guy that could – if this was early in the season, Kurt Busch is my lock. I'm on him. If this was five weeks ago. Kurt Busch is my lock. Kurt Busch should have been my lock. But Christopher Bell, showing up last week, been showing up to play a bunch of these lately. Matty D, been showing up to play lately. Um Even Austin Dillon has been showing up to play. You know, Dillon has probably finished. I'm going to bet Dillon's finished in the
3: top 15 in like a bunch of races lately. I mean, he has just been around. He hasn't had these horrible days like he used to have. He used to have those where he disappeared, You couldn't find him. Right, and he hasn't really done that. I think Dillon's a guy, I mean, look, I think Bell is is a reason he's the favorite. I'm not sure why he's a co-favorite with Kurt Busch. I really would probably put Kurt at about plus 260. If it were me handicapping this one, you, those are huge
2: numbers though on Dylan and De Benedetto. You look at that. The, let's let's break down the Dylan. Dylan right there. Go this season. Now we're, these aren't stellar, but these are great numbers, Jeff. Twelfth, twelfth, sixth, tenth, sixth, twelfth, 14th. But that's not bad numbers in a group D. That's what I'm just saying. I mean, I'm you're talking. basically saying the guy's racing for thirteenth if you're if if the. Groups are to be believed. That's that's a great number right there. The only one that it, it, Matt DiBenedetto is kind of that wild card of, in this one to me because Matty D, we talk about how great he can be at times. Fourth place at Kansas earlier this year. But the rest of them have been a couple positions back behind Austin Dillon. So. Right, and,
3: and Benedetto won his group last week in Group E, and now he's moved up a, a notch. So,
2: so I mean, right now, that, that one I think to me is the hardest one to pick because Kurt Busch, I can take him out pretty quickly only because the guy that used to cash the tickets now – is not, is, has faded so bad. But I'm going to look at that group and say, man, Austin Dillon, it's solid 11th place finish. Average, Matt Benedetto, solid 12th place finish. And Christopher Bell, solid third place He's got finish. a 16th place average finish, but the
3: last couple of them, he's been top five. Well, and you've talked about momentum and what have you done for me lately. Christopher and Christopher
2: Bell, now, Christopher Bell's the guy that's doing something for people lately. He's the guy that's done a lot for me lately. So this is a tough one for me because I, I like a lot of those numbers. Austin Dillon 340, it does not tighten. The only me. one
3: I don't like is Kurt Busch in yeah, that group, and, and
2: I can't believe you and I are saying I that, say, considering we're, the way we, we were talking about him honor. earlier.
3: All
2: right, guys, we got to Group D. We're going to finish ENF when we come back and uh, give you our picks and tell you who had a good week and a bad week last week. So we'll see you in a second.
0: Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could
2: have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, Want to re-watch any part of today's show or any past show? Check us out at VEASAN.com forward slash subscribe. There are also multiple other ways for you to watch. VEASAN is available on Fubo and Sling. VEASAN is partnered with iHeartMedia. You can also access VEASAN on any of your Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to VEASAN.com forward slash subscribe today. Wow. You got through that whole thing without... No pineapples on well, that one. You and I have been doing pretty good with those things Nailing lately. those lately. You know, Pritch came in to teach. We, when Pritch walks in, we got to step up our game. Yeah, we got true. real TV We're people right, here. We get surrounded by real professionals. We got we to act yeah. a little, little straight when we, when, the, when the pros walk in. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, in, everybody. Brennan, Gone, Jeff Motley, gone racing. Last segment here. We've been breaking down the uh, group matchups and, and having a lot of fun kind of doing it today. And uh, we, we have two groups left, Jeff, that I, I actually like the most for this week. Which some days we like D, E, and F. Some days you don't. I like them a lot today. Well,
3: I, I, I'm i with you. I definitely like Group group E. I, I really like E. I think uh, you got a guy like Daniel Suarez, who I know you bet Suarez a bunch this year. You picked, he cost me a boatload, too. He's cost you a boatload. But he's going to come in strong at the end. But I, And I think he's starting to show some momentum. And when I look at the rest of the group, again, you heard what I said earlier about the Ganassi group with Chastain. I think they've already packed their bags for track house. Briscoe, he's really good one week, and he's really not good the next week. It's kind of hard to figure out with him. Marola, they've gone into the witness protection program. So, I mean, that's why to me, Suarez <laughs> is the guy who really,
2: well, I mean, have you even heard Almirola's name uh, mentioned for the last few weeks? So let, Let's get you the odds with that group since Jeff so eloquently broke down each guy. I love it. Uh, Ross Chastain. <laughs> oh, yeah, is, I didn't realize you hadn't gone <laughs> No, it's funny. The, I, I like it. I like it. Numbers. Ross Chastain and Chase Briscoe are your favorites at 260, tied right there with Daniel Suarez and Eric Almirola, uh, if we can find him out of the witness protection program, <laughs> is plus 310. All the marshals service, but but you are hundred percent right with the way every one of those. Chastain came out of the playoffs saying, "I'm here to play." Second place finish. Here we come.
3: And then, and boom. then it's like they either haven't run well, they've gotten into accidents. It's just like one thing after another. But it's the same thing for Kurt. I mean, the, the Ganassi team has just kind of fallen off the
2: once. Mat. Once they got knocked out of the playoffs, it took a lot of wind out of that Ganassi sail. And that was what it seemed like there, because Ross would have been a, a, a shoe in at 260 in that group earlier this season. Yeah, Chase Briscoe has really been nothing. To t- we've had, we've it, talked it, the, about look, the
3: most excitement out of Chase Briscoe has been his Instagram account with Denny
2: Hamlin. The, the road course where we had the Roval with the great, the, uh, the sorry, the Indianapolis Grand Prix where we had the great you know, Chase Briscoe Denny Hamlin battle, and that was a lot of fun. Then it continued to Texas, and, and, and it's come to Texas, and, and it's been an Instagram battle more than it's been a racetrack battle, and Almirola. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny. I mean, he. But you, you, you are right. I mean, Almarola had such momentum from last season, and it just did not follow. We really got that this win year. at New Hampshire this year, where and, he was and so it was dominant. looking great. We're like, all right, here we go. These forwards are coming, and that was really just it. So I think Daniel Suarez. What have you done for me lately? Uh, momentum, track house. Uh, I think a lot of good things are coming out of that. So I like Daniel Suarez. That plus two hundred and sixty. It's it's a good number. I think that's an easy one for me. Uh, yeah, I like, I like Suarez very much there. Mm. Uh, let's go on to Group F. And once again, our Chris Buescher is back in Group F. He had worked his way out. Now he's worked his way back down. But I think that's in better like favor. old
3: times, the Chris Buescher the and Chris the Buescher Ron Flatter, Flatter group. group F. Group. We haven't mentioned yeah.
2: that for a while. It is the old-time group here. We got Chris Buescher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Bubba Wallace all at plus 260. Cole Custer at 310. To me, this makes it easy. When
3: you say easy, I'm literally – I'm looking up there, and to me, the, the – the, look, Buescher – Got crashed out early at at Texas. Stenhouse, he really hasn't run that well lately. And Bubba caused a big crash at Texas. Custer's kind of the one guy there. He's got a big number on him that I'd say if if I've got to pick somebody in
2: Group F, I like Cole Custer. Last 10 races on a a mile-and-a-half track, only one of these guys has a single top 10, and he's got three. And he's run better and been wrecked out in two of them. And that's five would have been top 10s, and that's Chris Buescher. Chris Buescher has run very well over at the the Roush camp, has done better than expected. He was 7-8-8 at Atlanta, Kansas, Charlotte earlier this year. 16th at Atlanta, had a problem at Vegas, was 14th at the first Vegas. I think he has by far the best average finish, and I think Chris Buescher being back in Group F is a better's delight. I got my man, Chris Buescher. And
3: I'm okay with that. Um, Buescher and Custer, to me, would be the two guys I look at the most there.
2: Uh, I'm not going to pick this group, but I'm I'm fine with Busher. I got no issue there. I just I think that that plays in our favor. All right. Well, so of course we didn't have a show last week, but we did uh, tweet some picks out on Veasan's uh, Twitter page and stuff like that. So we do have some groups last week that we did. So some, somebody had a great week. Somebody had a great week, and I will give him his kudo, Jeff Motley, with a plus five for the weekend. He did win Larson at plus two hundred with Group A. He did win Byron in Group C, and he did win Redick in Group D. So. He had a great week with a five-plus total points to you stretch. Did, you, and that y- you had a, and you had a good week too. I had a you decent won people week. Money this. I had week. I had Redick and Matty D. I was plus two point two on the week. Uh, really couldn't believe that Hamlin didn't have that top three. I mean, Truex we talked about, but man, that bummed me out. And the pick crew they almost, almost they followed our lead on the. They Redick won. Pick. They won the Re- They followed us on the on the Redick pick, but they were still negative numbers. So on the season, I have crawled back from the abyss and at least am, am gaining. I think You can I, see the pit crew from here. Hey, here's the thing. I think you've done some – I need to check math. There's a rule in my family. You do not let Michael Gaughan keep score in any card game. Do I look like Michael Gaughan? Michael Gaughan, if you play hearts, anybody that plays hearts knows there's 26 points. You check a scorecard, and there's some games that have 29 points and some games that have 22 points. Never let him keep score. I have a funny feeling the guy next to me on my left here. I put him out there for the world to see every week. And I've caught you once. I made one mistake all
3: year long, uh, one mistake in a whole year. I think that's a pretty good batting check. average. I think I got to check the point. I, we might have to go back to the tape and check. The, the Dodgers team. made way more errors than I have, and that's just in the last four
2: games. <laughs> so, with that being said, we will get our picks this week for Kansas, and Mr. Motley. Since we always go last to first, that means the uh, hot off the presses here from this week. We have Isaiah back behind the booth. Uh, and had some other work to do. So Isaiah was brought back from the bowels of the basement to run I, the show. I hope
3: he picks better than he, he does countdowns, by the way. I
2: mean, yeah. he's, he's well, been counting us down. with The, like, the reason we started the show laughing given our five-second countdown
3: was, with 15 seconds yeah, to go. He,
2: and, he's a little rusty behind the glass, yeah. let's just say that. The hockey glass, a little rusty on the old it, Isaiah. It, it, it,
3: Isaiah, did you go to Arizona?
2: Or Arizona State. Didn't you go
3: to, oh, you went to Arizona State? Okay. Because Arizona's football team, you know, Arizona and UNLV are the only two teams in college football that haven't won a game. Now, now, we're taping this show on Thursday, and UNLV is actually playing tonight, so they may prove me wrong by the time people hear this.
2: Oh, Isaiah you know, to run the clock. Maybe they'll get a bit more time. Uh, <laughs> let's start out with the, the pick crew picks, and you'd have Christopher Bell to win at 30 to 1. They are going for the, going for the gold here, trying to get positive with one bet. Wow. Good hey. luck, guys. They're going Denny Hamlin top three at plus 360, then backing it up with a Christopher Bell top three. If Christopher Bell gets top three, they're going to skyrocket to the lead if he wins this race. Brad Kay, group B at 305, and Tyler Reddick, Group C at 290. Well, this would have to probably count as one of
3: Christopher Bell's two hometown tracks. It's, it's shocking it's one of two that is not Martin Trix Jr.'s hometown track. I was just going to say,
2: is, we're not talking about it being Martin Trix's hometown track? But
3: being from Norman, Oklahoma, you know, this is comfortable range there for Christopher Bell. That's why he ran so well at Texas last week.
2: So now, you know. I'm not going for the all eggs to get me the giant get back. I'm just, I, I need, a, I got a good, I got some high numbers here, but I think I got good shots. I am going William Byron. To win the race at plus nine hundred, I think that that Willie B after you know he's he's, he can get back there for me. I like it, and then I'm going to go with some some little more thought into this. I'm going Martin Truex Jr. at plus three ten and Kevin Harvick at plus five hundred for the top threes. So trying to hedge a little bit there, get me a long shot and then get a couple good ones, and then I'm going to finish out with the groups and the guys we just talked about. Daniel Suarez at plus two sixty in Group E. And I'm going Chris Boucher, plus 260 in Group F. I think that's a lock for me with Chris Boucher moving his way back down to Group F. I think that's just too far for that team to go. I like it. Okay. Well, so that leaves uh, the first-place guy to give his picks, right? So oh, Rub it in.
3: Go ahead. Man, I got a big lead. I got a bigger lead than Kyle Larson right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I'm going to go
3: one pick. Not a big winner here, but it's uh, I like it just so much. I'm going to go Kevin Harvick plus 110 over Brad Kozlowski in the head-to-heads. Then I'm going into group A. I'm going Kyle Larson. Beat him before I don't bet on him, plus 195. I do like William Byron in group B, plus at plus 265. And then my others in group D, I'm going with the favorite there, Christopher Bell. And I'm with you, uh, BG, on uh, Daniel Suarez in, in Group B. I like Daniel Suarez there. So that's, uh, that's my five picks for the week. So you guys know where to go spend your money now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, folks, that has gone racing for the day. Uh, Mr. Molly, I think I speak for all of us by saying we are very glad you were able to get back here in studio with us this week.
3: I'm glad I survived the knife, and I'm glad you survived the Great White Sharks because yeah, if anybody I don't know if you, I don't know if you put it on your Instagram or whatever but go watch the video of Brendan in the cage being attacked by the great white shark no it's, it's uh, almost
2: no like attack. a scene out of jaws except the cage and Brendan came back up it was it was a lot of fun but like I said mine was fun but you know in all seriousness we're glad that you're doing well we're glad you're able to make it back in we thought we were going to have to have a pinch hitter today but uh, you you muscled up and came in so glad you're here with us We're glad you'll be back here with us next week when we break down Kansas and talk about going into Martinsville, which is always fun. We'll see you next week, guys, on Gone Racing.